Hey, you're listening to the Upper Room Podcast. To learn more about Upper Room, please visit URDallas.com. Uh, there's a scripture that's been hitting my heart. It's out of Psalms chapter 119, verse 105. Um, I, I, it's probably one you're familiar with. It's an Amy Grant song. Thy word is a to my feet and a lie unto... All right, you're all exposed as Amy Grant fans. That was a test question. Um, but thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a word, a uh, light unto my path. And, and, and the thing I've been sitting on... Um, I was actually uh, talking to, to, to uh, Peter Lewis's brother shared this. He was in a season and, and he described uh, his transition this way. And, and I feel like it's so fitting for us as a community. Um, it says, your word is a, a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. And, and there's two, two specific things. Uh, the lamp, which is the word of God, it's a lamp unto my feet. And that word for feet, it, it, it actually means feet or it can mean pace you're a lamp unto my pace, or one, one translation says you're a lamp unto the next three steps. So it could be three steps. So his word is a lamp unto the here and the now and to what I'm to do. And I think there's seasons when the Lord speaks to us and his word is a lamp and we know what to do in the here and the now. We know how to take the next three practical steps. We may not know what's down the road, but we know in this season, like he has called me to do X, Y, and Z. When we first started this community, it was very clear. X, Y, and Z was to gather in an upper room and start praying. There weren't a lot of people. There weren't a lot of problems, issues. It was just X, Y, and Z. And we were very faithful to do X, Y, and Z. That X, Y, and Z was sacrificial. That X, Y, and Z was not easy, but that X, Y, and Z was clear. And for us, it was one, two, three. <laughs> so I think there's seasons when the word of the Lord comes to you and you know, like, man, I am to be about these things in the here and the now. But there's other seasons when his word, it shows up differently. There's other times when his word, it's a light unto our path. And so I'm, I'm here, but the word is lighting up a path that's broad and wide and giving me vision. And I can see where I'm going, but I don't necessarily know how to get there. <laughs> see a lot of millennials. It's like, you're going to be a global revivalist. And they're like, man, I have had these dreams. I've had these downloads. I've had these words and they show up here and man, they're ready to step into them immediately. Like, what are you going to do? I'm going to be an international revivalist. The Lord's told me. And I'm like, that's amazing. You're, you're the one we've been praying for. You're here. And you know, they're like, yeah. So where's the microphone? You know, you're like, no, that's not how it works. Like, there's a long way between here and there. And you may have heard the there, but you're still here. And there's a process between the here and the there. And, and I think we live in this tension of the Lord coming from our future saying, hey, this is what I have for you. And that word tethers our hearts to that destination, but we have no idea how to get from here to there. And, and I just, I think the word of the Lord, it, it, it carries that tension. Like again, there's times, man, one, two, three. I know people that, that have heard the one, two, three at the upper room and they have, uh, they've, I know a, a couple that moved here from Houston. I know a couple that uh, moved here from Canada. I know a couple that has moved here from the east, uh, east coast. And what they heard, they heard this broad word come to the upper room and they came here and now that they're here, they're like, okay, what's the next one, two, three? <laughs> What's my directives in the moment? Well, I, I don't know, but you've seen the path. And if you're faithful to the path and the big, broad vision, just sit and wait because in time, he'll show you what to do. And we just have to be faithful with what he's speaking to us. 
We have to be faithful to what he's speaking to us personally. We have to be faithful to what he's speaking to us corporately. And I believe we're in a season right now. We've been faithful with the X, Y, and Z, the one, two, three. We've been faithful in season, like with the lamp unto our feet. But in this season, I feel like there's a light unto our path and we see the big, broad vision and other people are starting to see the big, broad vision, but we need the lamp unto our feet as a family. Like we, we need some practical one, two, threes. And the, Lord, the Lord's not speaking to us about the one, two, threes. And we're committed to waiting on him because we, we, we you know, there's a way that seems right. <laughs> there's a way that seems right. There's, there's ways that we could respond, but in the end, oftentimes they lead to our work, they lead to our agenda, they lead to our plans, they lead to things that we think we need to do in order to respond rightly. And, and I'm, not, I'm not as concerned about the long line at 3 p.m. or 3.45 p.m. for a 5 p.m. service. Like I'm not, I'm not as concerned like, um, well, we've got to figure this out. You know, gonna, that's not in us at all. But, but it is in me to acknowledge it. It is in me to say that this is, this is, this is painful. Like as, as, as awesome of a blessing as it is, it's painful for some of us. And I want you to know that there's purpose in the pain. <laughs> and I want you to know that we're aware of the pain and, the, and the, the tension and the weight that the blessing is causing specifically for our family. Specifically for those that, man, you're like, this is your family, this is your home, and you're showing up in community where you used to know like 70% of the people, and now you're like, man, I know 10%. That's a change for us. It's hard for us. So what do we do? <laughs> I can hear some people like, I got a lot of good ideas. <laughs> if you have those ideas, just talk to Kevin Tips. No. Um, <laughs> no, truth be known is what you do is you pray. Truth be known is, is, is we, we, I feel like we, we have, uh, you know, we've been faithful with a little, we've been faithful with more. And, and if anything, as a, leadership team, we've, we've been faithful to steward seasons and, and we're, gonna, we're gonna steward this one well. And so I wanna let you in on, on some of that stewardship, specifically who we're empowering to help us make some of these decisions, some organizational changes that have happened. I also wanna identify like, like, like where the tension lies. I think sometimes clarity and seeing things correctly uh, is important. And so this is just me speaking as a father of the house and us processing a, a family like, hey, we've seen the lamp. I see the track. I see the path. But in the here and the now, we need the Lord to answer some questions for us. And so uh, let, me, let me run through. <clears throat> Actually, I'm going I'm to start with this. Turn your Bibles to Colossians. Then we'll hop into to, to the housekeeping stuff. I just wanna, I wanna lay a prayer before us as a community that, that we pray. Um, man, I'm, I'm not gonna put this on you to pray it every day, but I do, I do, I, I would appreciate it if you would write it down and just, just if you would pray it for our community, if you would pray it for our leadership, if you would pray it for the upper room. Uh, th th there's a unique opportunity before us and, and to respond rightly is, uh, is so important. And I think Paul's prayer uh, here in Colossians really sums up what we need from the Lord. It's two verses. 
It's two verses. It's Colossians chapter one, verse nine and 10. It keeps going on in 11 and 12, but I wanna focus on nine and 10. It says, for this reason also, since the day we heard of it. And what he's hearing of is the increasing fruit that's happening in the church. So since we've heard of it, we have not ceased to pray for you and to ask that you, now this, is, this is an apostolic prayer. There's several of these in scripture and I, I pray these often for us as a community. So this is, this is the word of God. It's a prayer in the word of God. This is different than any other prayer because it's his words that we're returning back to him. So I want you to see the beauty of this prayer. I've been praying it a lot and I wanna invite you into the prayer with me. That you may be filled with the knowledge of his will. That you may be filled, everyone say filled. So we wanna be filled with the knowledge of his will. What does that mean? It means, Lord, we wanna know what you wanna do. Lord, we wanna know what are your desires. Lord, we wanna know what your word is specifically in this season for the X, Y, and Z. Lord, what is your will for upper room in this season? We wanna be filled with the knowledge of your will. We wanna know your will. You have a will. We want to know what your will is. So upper room. We're approaching the Lord for the knowledge of his desire, his will. Think about this, for the mandate upon our house that's unique for our season, for our time, for his will for us. Like there's something that he's stirring, something that he's doing, something that I think he's reserved, that he's only giving us exactly when we need it. There's this dependency upon him to know his will. We could, we could assume his will, but we're not going to assume his will. We're not going to assume, well, this must be what he wants to do because he did it there and he did it there and he did it there. We're not going to adopt someone else's will for us. We want his will for our family. This is no small thing. Like, Again, he's the leader, and so we want to know, Lord, as the leader, what do you desire to do? How do you desire to lead? How do you want to navigate through these challenges? So we ask for the knowledge of your will. It's a great prayer for you personally, if you don't know where to go, because there's a fruit that comes out of this prayer, out of the knowledge of his will. So Lord, give us the ability to be filled with the knowledge of your will. And then there's two in spiritual wisdom and understanding. So that's how, we, that's how we put our arms around his will is through wisdom and understanding. So those are two ingredients to the knowledge of his will. And all of this is by the Holy Spirit. The spirit is a spirit of knowledge, a spirit of wisdom, spirit of understanding. So the Holy Spirit produces the knowledge of his will, the knowledge of what he wants to do, the knowledge of his motives, I even think his affections are in this. Like we wanna, we wanna know, Lord, what it is that you wanna do as the head of our body, as the leader of, of what you're authoring and doing. So that, everyone say so that. This is so good. So when we know the knowledge of his will, look what happens. And everyone in this room, if you're a born again believer, you desire these things to happen. So that you will walk X, Y, and Z so that you will walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. 
This is, listen, before all things as the leader of this house and as I speak for the shepherds, I speak for the staff, our desire is to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. We're walking before the Lord. We're not walking before men. We're walking in a manner worthy of our Lord. He is Lord of our walk. He is Lord of these decisions. So the fruit of knowing his will is that you can walk in a manner worthy of him. It brings worth to him. It brings, it brings attention to him. It brings glory to him. It doesn't bring glory to me. It doesn't bring glory to a personality. Again, it brings glory to him. That means that oftentimes, listen, oftentimes his wisdom is so different than the wisdom of our hour. His wisdom oftentimes is foolishness in the eyes of men. When you begin to walk in a manner worthy of him, the Bible says that the world is not worthy of men that walk in a manner worthy of him. There's something about this that I feel is an invitation for us as a community to explore like the will of God for us in this hour in light of the wind that we see, in light of the fruit that I'm about to reveal, in light of the increase and all these terms that I hear like movement and you're touching the earth. I don't care. I want to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. If that means prune us, prune us. If that means whittle us down, whittle us down. Like, honestly, that's my purest, like, as the father of this house, we're not trying to become something. We're simply trying to walk in a manner worthy of the Lord. But when you do that, you walk in a manner worthy of the Lord, it pleases, to please him in all respects. Oh, this is such an intimate prayer. To please him. To please him. I want to live a life and walk a walk and I want to lead a family that's pleasing to him. He looks down and he's pleased. All right, I, we've got a lot to, you know, I could sit on this. Pleasing him in all respects. And then look at this, bearing fruit in every good work. How many want to bear fruit in every good work? I love this. And as a family, we want to bear fruit in every good work. We want to bear fruit. We want to walk in a manner worthy. We want to please him. And then we want to bear fruit. What does fruit look like? Fruit looks like transformed lives. Fruit looks like Christ being formed in you. Fruit looks like your marriage being on fire. Fruit looks like you finding your purpose and destiny. Like fruit looks like you being established in stature before the Lord. Fruit looks, it can look a ton of different ways for us as a family. Like there's diversities of fruits. But, but it's all unto the pleasing of him, walking in a manner worthy of him, and it comes forth from us knowing the will of God. And look at this. So all of this, as you know the will of God and you do, the, you do those things, I love the last one, bearing fruit in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. So ultimately, ultimately this season, this is what I'm looking forward to and this is why I wanna do this this weekend is because inviting you into the process, like not figuring it out and presenting to you all the solutions, but inviting you into the prayer and say, hey, listen, we need to know the will of the Lord for our family. Like we need to know the will of the Lord for our family. Why do we need to know the will of the Lord? We need to know the will of the Lord so we can walk worthy 
before him so that we can please him, so that we can bear fruit. But ultimately, knowing the will of the Lord is going to increase our collective knowledge of him. It's going to ultimately increase our collective knowing of him as a family. Man, do you remember when there were 100 people that couldn't get in? Do you remember when you couldn't get a seat? Do you remember when, I mean, we can just remember all these issues and then all of a sudden King Jesus shows up, gives us his will, we have breakthrough. I don't know what that looks like, but let's say a property opens up. Let's say supernaturally a property opens up and there's like space for thousands to come and pray and come and a place where we can host his presence. I'm just making this up, but, but that all of a sudden something unlocks that we couldn't strategize, plan, think through. But this breakthrough happens and we all get to celebrate the knowledge of knowing him because we were dependent upon him in this season. This season is actually setting us up as a community to know him in a way that we've never known him before. And I don't think I would do justice if I just figured out all the problems and as a father didn't say, hey, as a family, we have some issues and some things that we need to process. So I wanna present them to you and say, hey, let's journey together. Let's lean on our own understanding. Let's trust in the Lord with all of our hearts. And let's see what he does. So we all pray that with me this week, Colossians 1 and 9. Isn't that a great prayer? Things have been so alive in my heart. Sometimes you pray through it and you're like, oh, just the knowledge of his will and spiritual understanding and wisdom. And, and it just kind of, it's like, oh, what are you saying, Paul? But there's seasons when the Lord's like, look at this. And you're like, that makes perfect sense for me right now. And I feel like that's a raiment word for us as a community.